You're listening to Rock Solid People, a podcast by Max King. The harder the conflict, the more glorious the triumph. So welcome to Rock Solid People. Today I've got a special guest from the UK, from London, Isaac Harvey, a gentleman who has... uh, overcome many challenges in his life and has created a niche for himself in uh, vlogging and blogging and video editing. But that beguiles some of the challenges that Isaac's overcome. And Isaac, I have to say, having watched your YouTube videos and seen some of the places and things that you've done, mate, I'm in awe. Uh, I know you resist the temptation to be called an inspiration, but I think you are. And, And I'm keen to hear more about you and your story. Isaac Harvey, welcome to Rock Solid People. Yes, and thank you, Max, for having me on to talk about my life and yeah. have a platform to share my story to many other people. Um, so thank you. So, yeah, yeah. so my, yeah, shall I introduce myself? Yeah, please yeah. do. Yeah, so my name's Isaac. I'm 25 years old, and I was born with a disability called limb pelvic hypoplasia, which in short means I have short legs and no arms. Um, I also have scoliosis in my spine, which is the curvature of my spine, and metal work has been used to correct that. And growing up, I've had loads of supportive people around me, encouraging me to keep going and uh, never telling me no to do things. Um, and that's allowed me to do things such as skydiving, skiing, tall ship sailing, and a lot more. But as my profession, as you mentioned earlier, I'm a video editor. Uh, started off on YouTube doing vlogging of all my adventures and what I'd get up to. And then I turned turn that to more professional work where I used those skills to work with a charity called One Place East, uh, who work with people with mental health conditions and various disabilities. And on top of all that, I'm also the president of a outdoor activity sports club called Wheels and Wheelchairs which is rollerbladers and roller skaters pushing wheelchair users. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) It's a lot to unpack. (laughs) I just, I mean, I just, I mean, (laughs) (laughs) like I say, I I reached out to you because I think I saw something that you had introduced to us on LinkedIn. And I thought, this is just a guy that I want to speak to because... (laughs) You know, how you have managed to fit so much into being 25 years old is is a miracle in itself. (laughs) And not only that, but, you know, you have won blogging competitions with your video editing and your your YouTube. You were called I Need a Cool Name. Is that right? Is that still your YouTube handle? Uh, Well, yeah, it's still my YouTube name. (laughs) I haven't uploaded there in two years now. But, yes, that was, was, yeah, I needed a cool name. So... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, and, and tell me so obviously a lot lot to unpick pack there but well you know what i want to start off with i'd like to start off with you mentioned when we first started talking about the fact that you had a lot of supportive people around you and yes. the fact that they always encourage you to, to, to they never encourage you to say no or never encourage you to not try out things do you mind telling me who are they are they are they consistent people who either that your your parents is who, who are those people that are there and, and how and how do they currently uh, you know interact with you Yep. So I was fostered at two weeks, two weeks old, and then adopted by the same family. Yep. My mom is from Wales, Cardiff, and my dad was from Trinidad. 
and both of them with their their children, my brothers and sisters, have just been very supportive uh, and you know treating me like their own, yeah. and that's really encouraged me to overcome obstacles. Like I find it very easy to overcome things in life, uh, such as you know I have problems getting on public transport because sometimes the ramp doesn't work or tube stations don't have um, lifts or some trains I can't even get off because of my wheelchair. But because I've been growing up to overcome these obstacles, it's second nature to think, okay, if that ramp doesn't come out, what other bus can I take? Or I just wait for the next one. Uh, train stations, if the lift's not working, I plan a route ahead of time to know what stations are accessible and how I can go from A to B as quick as possible. And yeah, that's also given me the courage to do all of the other things that I mentioned earlier and just carry on really. Yeah. And and that that in itself is a is a mental fortitude that I think, you know, is is something that is, is really inspiring and is something that, you know, I look at you know, hard work and that resilience around challenges that come up in a day-to-day environment. As you say, you can't get off a train because the ramp doesn't work or the, the, it doesn't stop. It's not got the accessible lifts. Yeah. What, 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 is there is there a, is there a mantra that you have? Is there, a, is there or is it just something that you just you know you have this fortitude that you know that you know, another train will come or you'll wait? I'm really curious to sort of see is is there a, I, I want to see I want the secret sauce. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't give you the secret now. <laughs> yeah, I think with my life, I've kind of just gone with the flow really, and I kind of live off opportunities and I just, yeah, I'm just kind of free flowing really. And I just have like over time, I've got this mindset that, you know, everything does work out in the end and it's kind of thinking ahead, like but bad things happen. It's, it's life, but also good things happen too. Um, and it's just changing your perception of turning bad into good. And yeah, basically. Yeah, 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 and, and I mentioned or I saw that you had been uh, in um, on the Catholic pilgrimage to Lourdes. Yes. Uh, I'm assuming that's an important part of of your life. And I, I had to laugh because I saw your video of, the, of that trip, and I saw that you put some uh, you put some uh, effects on your face, and I thought it was slightly <laughs> <laughs> satanic. But <laughs> I thought that was brilliant. But tell me, obviously, video editing is in, you know is your is your passion in life, and yes. you know as you mentioned, you were born with no arms, and you do all the programming and all the editing with your feet. Again, tell me about that. Just you know how how long that took to learn and the skill sets you do. What's it, is it just something that you've just you know always been interested in and just sort of have just persevered? Well, firstly, I used to be a addicted video game player. I used to love playing PlayStation, <laughs> and uh, I, I, I started it on for those people that can't see. So I can see. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. Well, actually, I don't play games now, but. Um, yeah, it all started with PlayStation 1. Um, I went over to a friend's house. I remember him giving me the controller and I just kind of used my two feet. Yep. For those who can't see, so I've got four toes on one foot and two toes on the other. And I kind of just adapted that kind of moving my feet to the controller and it kind of worked. <laughs> and then, yep. I, then I transferred those skills to using a laptop and I use a normal laptop, normal keys. For years, they've been attempted to use, you know, the voice-activated computers. Yeah. But um, I'm faster with my feet on the computer. 
But even though I do sometimes use voice dictation for sometimes the typing, but normal keys, normal laptop. And then I've when YouTube came out, I, I just loved the concept of people sharing their videos and ideas. And I thought, oh, I'd love to do something like that. So I started off with video games. I started recording gameplay and then yep. making funny moment montages of like glitches in games. Yep. And then I went to school and did A-levels. I did media. Yep. And that's where I learned about uh, film and video editing. And the school at the time had Apple Macs. And it, it was also because I, uh, um, I'm, uh, to use a computer, I, I lie down. Yep. But in school, they had Apple Macs and had uh, learning support assistants who weren't all greatest at computers. So trying to tell them how to use <laughs> a computer that I don't know much about and also how to edit was very <laughs> difficult. <laughs> so the school kindly gave me software, which I could use on my Windows computer, yep. uh, Premiere Pro. And yep. the school didn't know how to use it themselves. So I, I went on to YouTube and uh, learned tutorials and things. And that's how I kind of learned to, I self-taught myself the video editing. And I just took those skills into YouTube and then from YouTube into professional. I mean, it's, uh, it's amazing what YouTube can teach you now. I know that yes. there's a, a brewer here in town where I am, and I'm south of Sydney in Australia, right. so a long, long, long way away from where you are in London. And um, he taught himself to brew beers on YouTube, and, and it's amazing. You talk about it like, it's just like it's, it's a fascinating development. Oh, I and, love YouTube. And, and you've now you've now made a career of uh, of video editing, and you're working. You mentioned the company that you're working for. It's called. I'm just going to just scoot here. It's One Place East. You're a video producer for them. Tell me about uh, them, what they do, and, and what you do for them. Yeah, so they're a organization who kind of like an umbrella organization for different projects. So. We have, for example, people who work with learning disabilities who go into schools and talk about their experiences. Um, we have people who go through traumatic experiences and uh, help them through that. But I was so two years ago, I used to do like freelance work for them and I would do a video here and there. And then they wanted to start this new project called One Place Creative, which was me facilitating workshops with two other uh, guys yeah. teaching people with disabilities and mental health conditions about the creative industries. So yeah. we would get people to come in and talk about their profession and do like a workshop. So we had like a filmmaker come in where people talk about social media, poets, poet. And I was filming their journey as well as being a facilitator. Um, and then it's just kind of developed. Now we're doing art, getting artists to come in. We're doing different art workshops the next six months but yeah it's nice to see these participants progress really on what they're learning right that sounds amazing so you're basically wearing two hats in that so you're facilitating yes. but recording and documenting uh, and the progress of individuals through their own journey to to learn and develop skills in that media space yes yeah yeah and i also do like i said all the other projects sometimes need videos so i then i'll do a video for them as well yeah, right. Well, I mean, I have to say that sounds amazing. I'd, I'd actually be really keen to for you, if, if and I don't know what capacity you have, but for, for us to be able to share some of the, that, that information and that videos that you produce, I'd love to have that, some of those stories and we'd, we'd see them here. Again, 
I think that what you have demonstrated here is is, is fantastic. And you've also then, uh, as you mentioned, you've done a lot of other things. So let's talk about some of the adventures you've done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you mentioned jumping out of a plane, which um, yes, yeah, is uh, did you enjoy it? Uh, yeah, actually, it was a good experience, but I get motion sickness. So when I landed, I was very ill, but I did, I did like it. I did like it. <laughs> right, you probably could have thought about that. You probably knew that before you jumped out of a plane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like uh, when I did sailing, I knew I, I get seasick, but I still went. <laughs> yeah, well, I think I think I think a lot of most well, most people, even seasoned seasoned sailors, get seasick. So I think that's a given. Yeah. Yes. And tell me what other thing, what other what other adventures have you? Would you say you some of your proudest moments? So, proudest moments, I think it's how one thing usually develops into another. So, like I'll tell you a little story. So about the sailing, I someone emailed me about these this company which were taking people with disabilities on boats, and I was really interested in it. And I emailed them, and then I. It said I was interested in being part of it. And they said, oh, unfortunately, we, we can't take your disability. But there is this other charity called the Jubilee Sailing Trust who take p- people with disabilities on a tool ship, like a pirate ship. Yeah, oh, yeah. that sounds quite interesting. <laughs> so, I, 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 <laughs> so I emailed them and uh, they said, uh, yeah, yeah, we, we, we have this huge boat which caters for all disabilities. And it's kind of like a voyage trip. And actually, you've emailed at the right time because Barclays Bank are doing this uh, trip around the UK and they're doing like different legs where they would have different Barclays Bank members come onto the boat and team up with someone with a disability. Yep. So it's kind of like a chance for them to learn about people with disabilities. So, yeah, I said, okay, sure. Yeah, sounds good. And uh, it ended up starting in Cardiff, going all the way to. Bristol. Yeah, nice. And, How long did that and, take? Yeah, so it was, it was, if we went straight from Cardiff to Bristol, it would have taken a day. But what we did is we went out right into the sea, stayed there the night, and then came back into uh, yeah, right. the land again. And uh, it, what, what I really like about that is they do it in a way that wh- whoever you're teamed up with, they're not your care as such, but they're your buddy. And yep. you're buddied up for the whole time. And yeah, you really, everyone's so friendly and you really get to know each other. It was like the first day, it was like we knew on each other for months or years even. And, but, yeah, and I saw him being hoisted up to the, uh, oh, uh, yes. up, like up into, I don't know how, what's the, up the mast. You were up at yes. the, up, up in Close, the look at the Close nest. Yes. So the really good thing about that is to get up there, it's the whole crew and everyone on the boat has to hoist me up. So it's a whole team effort to get yeah. me up there. Nice. <laughs> and uh, you yeah. weren't too motion sick up there. I mean, I would have thought that's the, that's the worst place to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, so I, I, uh, so I did get quite ill when I went. And uh, then someone else on the boat said, oh, I get really bad seasickness. But there's these plasters which you can put on your neck and it stops seasickness. Oh, that's interesting. So I went again and I did use these plasters and I wasn't seasick at all. So yeah, yeah it worked. Amazing. And yes. 
I, I guess, look, as a, as a sort of wrap-up, I guess, you know, you, I've talked about resilience and grit. You've talked about hard work. You, you're obviously hardworking. You're obviously a very resilient character. Any any sort of words of uh, words of wisdom, words to – words? I, I don't want to – as I say, I've seen that you've dis- de- declined to be an inspiration, but any words of inspiration? <laughs> <laughs> um, I think at the end of the day, you just got to um, believe in yourself and perception is everything, really. How you perceive things is the most important thing. Um, if you change your perception, you can change your life. Wow. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for that. Yeah. And actually, could I, uh, sorry, go on. Could I, could I mention something else that I do? Yeah, yeah, of course, mate. Yeah. Please, yeah. whatever you want. Yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just going to talk about the my presidential role of wheels and wheelchairs. Oh, yes, please. Yeah, because I, I, that's my like biggest passion that I've uh, taken on board for the past two years now. Yep. And so, like as mentioned before, it's rollerbladers and roller skaters pushing wheelchair users. And uh, I was introduced to that when I went ice skating in Hyde Park. It's a big park in London for Winter Wonderland. And someone, yeah. one of the marshals came, came up to me and he said, uh, oh, would you be interested in wheelchair roller skating? So, you know, I've done skiing and all that before. I said, oh, I've never done that before. That's, that's something different. And uh, I went out with them and I absolutely loved it. And I went out with them a lot, went out um, pretty much on a weekly basis. And then um, at the end of 2019, when I started doing it, they asked me if I would like to become the president because fortunately when I started, the previous president had passed away. So uh, they were looking for a new president. And uh, ever since then, I, I've seen a lot of, I've, I've seen a lot of potential in what we're doing and I would love to see it done everywhere because, you know, they started in 2012 and I wish I knew about it sooner. So I've been making videos daily on Instagram, showing what we're doing and um, trying to grow a, uh, uh, community because the rollerblading community is so great. There's people from different backgrounds, but you know, everyone's so friendly to each other. And I, I'm glad to be part of something quite big. And tell me how many people are now involved in the community there? As you say, it's, it's wheels for wheelchairs. We have about four or five regular wheelchair users um, in our group. Yep. But I, as I've been growing on Instagram, we've got loads of skaters who have been interested in becoming pushers. And we yep. go around together on the street and around the park. It's yeah, it's great fun. It's like that. Um, I, I mean, I've been to. I went to a roller disco with uh, with some uh, some nephews and nieces of mine in Adelaide a couple of years ago. And yes. as you say, there is that sense of community and just like I guess letting go of a bit of a bit of free fun. But uh, that's yeah. great. And, is there uh, is there chances for the for the, as you say your president of the organisation? You're hoping that it's going to grow. Are there other chapters in in progression? Are there other places that are taking on board the the concept? Um, yeah, so I've, we've got. I think we got a message the other day from someone in Scotland about right. a month ago. Someone in Amsterdam. So yeah, it's, uh, it's it's saying that. I think the thing is, they didn't really do social media before I came along and started making videos. So yeah. not many people knew about it. Um, but I think as I've been sharing, you know, people say, oh, wow, I'd love to start something here. Or uh, I'd love to take my son or daughter who's in the wheelchair to do this. So, yeah, there's a lot of um, people interested in what we're doing. 
And that's why I'm talking to you because I'd seen your videos on LinkedIn. I think that it, it resonated with me in terms of, you know, I guess, yeah, you, you, you're, you're having fun. The videos were, were well made, they're well created. And I think that that is a, a huge medium for you to share your journey, your message. And, I, I, you know, I think that the, the wheels of wheelchairs, yeah, that I'm sure if you keep doing that, you'll find it taking off all over the world. I've no doubt. Yeah. 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 I, I, and I think that's, well, that's my aim. That is my aim to do that. Yeah. Is that your I, global domination? Yeah, yeah, that's it. I'm taking over the world. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's good. I, I just love the community. It's it's great fun. And look, I think as you say, keep uh, keep posting the videos, keep producing the videos. Your video editing skills are second to none. Uh, I, I'm, I'm actually slightly in awe, as I say. I'd be keen to ch- see more of them. I, I'm going to wrap it up there, Isaac Harvey. Yeah. Thank very much i really appreciate your time today we really appreciate you so you know take take the time to chat with us congratulations on the becoming el presidente of uh, <laughs> that's great yes. and i wish you all the best with all your career in video editing and social media i think you're doing amazing stuff yep thank you ever so much for giving me a platform max and hopefully we can talk again soon awesome thank you isaac harvey I hope you've enjoyed listening to Rock Solid People. For more interviews, stay tuned.